Welcome everyone to Curtain Jerks, right here on the Comedy Podcast Network. I'm Scott Narver. I'm Steve Sears. This has been a loaded week of wrestling, but we're comedians living in Hollywood, bringing you the fun and funny of wrestling each and every week. Don't don't come here for news. We don't got that. No, come here for the delicate shell casing of a sausage overpacked with funny. Mm-hmm. Don't or, come here uh, for rumors. Yeah, don't come here for elaborate metaphors like that of a deer trapped in a forest, ready to watch wrestling. We don't have that. Yeah. We're just bringing you the silly. Yeah. Bring me the fun, the good, the the hearty chuckles. Uh, Scott, we met up over the weekend and watched Wrestle Kingdom Nine live. We did. We watched simulcasts. Yeah, we watched. Uh, we watched it. We watched on TV the Japanese language version, and then we listened to the Flips app of JR's commentary. Mm-hmm. Yeah. With uh, with insight by Mark Borzeka. That's true. He really uh, he ironed out a lot of confusion for me. That was the first time in a long time I've been such a new fan to something that I was asking questions like an eight-year-old. Oh, yeah. It was like, who's that guy? And what does that guy do? What's his move? Why does he wear those boots? Yeah. And it was worth it. Mm-hmm. You know what seems a little sad about Wrestle Kingdom? Just initial observation. What? No snacks. No good concessions that those uh, fans had. You don't think you didn't see any good food? Well, I mean, Did how, you? how often do you see good food on pay-per-views? And Mr. Baseball, they have these awesome noodles that the crowd is eating. True, but I actually assume because it's the Tokyo Dome, they gotta have some pretty legendary fare there, right? What did you see? I didn't see any food. Exactly. Maybe that's why the Japanese crowd was so quiet. They were so hungry. Yeah, like, oh, when's Pretzel Guy coming? No, don't clap. Don't clap. You'll scare. Actually, I did see vendors. I remember I saw they had uh, vendors. Wendy's? Well, actually, I was going to say they had these beautiful women vendors, and I was like, man, those vendors are really attractive. But did, did you see any food? I saw no food. I saw no food. You know what those vendors were selling? Towels. They were not selling uh, They were not selling food. Jerk you off in a towel? No, no. They, uh, Jerk uh, you off in a towel? Wrestle Kingdom 9, I, I was so into the show that aside from jacking off into a towel, I checked out their, like, their shop uh, the shops and, like, the merchandise for a couple of different wrestlers. And I saw they have this very strange thing, which is a towel, a real, like, big beach towel that in the center of it has a hood. Like, not in the middle like a Snuggie. It's on the top. So you put the towel on like you normally would, and mm-hmm. then you also have a little hood. So it's a little cloak. So this is what Taz needed his entire run. Yeah, he just had a tiny black bath towel, and he what he needed was one of those mm-hmm. Japanese merch towels. Yeah, he had, like, a hand towel. Yeah, it was very tiny. Mm-hmm. He, I, he looked like he had been biting the sides of it, just gnawing on it. Okay, so I'll Wrestle Kingdom 9, we're, all sorts of technical weird glitches that I guess everybody was experiencing. And honestly, trying to get the uh, the English commentary version with uh, Jim Ross and Matt Stryker. On the Flips app. Yes. Uh, honestly, I thought you meant the concessions we had while we were watching it. Ours were amazing. Yeah, we had Doritos, donuts, and pizza. Yeah. You can't beat that. Was that a Friday night or Saturday night? Saturday night. Yeah, that was a, like, this was, especially for watching something and having it feel like new wrestling and, like, being really excited and asking a bunch of questions, total sleepover food. Total sleepover food. Yeah. We watched it with Mark Rizeka, uh Tom Conley, that I do After Buzz main event with, um, Chuck Rice, Johnny LaQuasto, both guys from Wrestling Padre Slamcast. Am um, I forgetting anybody? That uh, handsome black dude that showed up? Oh, the most handsome. 
Uh, Scott and Harvard, Steve Sears. Yeah. And we weren't together that handsome black man. We were just us. Yeah, if we form together, we do not form a handsome black man. Uh, I did get a little self-conscious because I was sitting next to you and like I was probably saying, I felt like I was saying thousands of tiny little aside jokes just to Scott and mm-hmm. not to the room. And I realized I got really self-conscious. I was like, sounds like I'm really just whispering all these jokes to you. Has it been a minute? Ha 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 ha. Has it been a minute? Ha 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 That was the entire night. Oh, gosh. Uh, oh, and there was a dog. Oh, my God. Adorable. You love that dog. It's a good dog. But come on, the listeners can't see the dog, but they can see Wrestle Kingdom 9 on Encore's uh, pay-per-view. If Where? they want it. On pay-per-view? Probably really? showing it for the week, yeah. If if it's still on uh, pay-per-view and you're still a person that has cable television, then get a group of friends together and watch it. Because we all had a great time. Yeah. We were kind of discussing why it was so great. Some people thought this was the best wrestling show they've seen in all of their life or in ages. Uh, there was also talk that it would be hard to watch Raw afterwards because it's just such a different style. It was so exciting. Yeah, it's so new. It's so different. And it's a really good show. It's a really fun show. But I think what makes it better is watching it with friends. Also, uh, I actually was going to ask you this before the podcast. How do you, uh, you don't mind if we plug other podcasts, right? Not ones that we're in, but just ones we listen to. Okay. Uh, Bullet Club, uh, Gallows and Carl Anderson are on Art of Wrestling, and they it's funny because they're doing a little promoting for Wrestle Kingdom 9, but hearing that podcast and watching Wrestle Kingdom 9, it just goes well together. It's very cool. 16 Bits podcast. Also ties into Wrestle Kingdom 9 because there's the ultimate kingdom, which is the Mushroom Kingdom, mm-hmm. which is that of Mario's ilk. Yeah, that's where you get... Uh funny video game talk and a talk of a lot of cuisine what did you guys talk about food wise today on the show just a little preview for 16 bits fans crossover episode everybody you ready for this steve have you ever really had a good banana have i ever really had a good banana yeah like a really a really good banana yes you remember having a really great banana yes but only because i've had so many bad bananas now, was this banana doctored in any way? Because I'm talking just straight banana. No, I like, mean, oh, chocolate syrup. I and... mean, straight up banana peeled the way you taught me, the way the bananas do it. Like, I'm yeah. sorry, but the way the monkeys do it. When the bananas <laughs> outcast another banana. <laughs> yeah, well, one, bananas... Can- Take can- off your cloak and leave. I mean, cananables <laughs> and bananables and uh, bananas that commit suicide that peel themselves, the way the bananas taught me. They have like a Judge Dredd society where they're, if they're outcast like Yeah, you get sent to the, well, you get peeled mm-hmm. on the, uh, in the, the wasteland. To, yeah, and you have to live with Rob Schneider. Anyway, Scott taught me how to peel a banana. You pinch the bottom, not the stem part, the bottom part, and mm-hmm. then you can peel it perfectly. And I've had good bananas before. You've had good bananas, but have you ever had a great banana? I have had a great banana. Really? Yeah. When? What was the occasion? Like what? I don't remember the occasion. I just remember this banana is sweet, it's soft. Not chalky at all, and not gross. I didn't feel like I was. I wanted to barf at the end because most bananas you want to feel like you barf at the end of it. Yeah, but you were like, "God, this is the best banana I've ever had." Yeah, I could say that. Really? Yeah. Nah, the, every banana is just a good banana. You just or think, a shitty banana. Yeah, bananas are on the scale of shitty to okay to you. Yeah, there's never. I've never had a great banana. I I like if I was really hungry and I wanted a good banana and it wasn't chalky and it was good and I'd be like, hey. Uh, also, the other yeah, thing but is... a great steak, a great apple, a great... like you've No, had I've had great... all those things. I've had all those things. Yeah. But I've had a good banana also because a I... A good should... one. 
I've had a great banana too. Uh, but I also, what I do is I kind of associate more than just what the banana is. I like think, oh man, this potassium is going to be really great. It's not going to hurt because of like, I'm not going to, my muscles aren't going to ache so much because I'm getting all this potassium now because of a workout or something like that. I throw it out to all wrestlers out there who listen to this podcast, <laughs> but are too cowardly to talk to us. Have you had a great banana? I don't think you have. I don't think you have. That's what we talked about on 16-Bits Podcast this week. Well, so... <laughs> Available on SoundCloud.com slash 16-Bits Podcast. Also, you can tweet us at 16 Well, did you just podcast. challenge all of your uh, League of Legend and Warcraft and Starcraft competitive players to say if they'd ever had a good banana while no, gaming? No, those people hate me. They don't They don't like me. They like Josh, because Josh likes all that stupid crap. Well, Josh crap. Knows, the, the, knows the language. Do you really have... Do you have detractors on 16-Bit Podcast? No, no, I don't think so. But I, I don't care for that style of gaming. Neither do I. Uh, quick little side note. Uh, Scott got sick today watching Josh play Wolfenstein. It's true. I got nauseous. Yeah. I didn't, like, just start to immediately projectile vomiting. Somebody get him a banana! <laughs> <laughs> it better be great. <laughs> uh, so, um, Wrestle Kingdom nine, where no great bananas were had. Well, I mean, if, unless you're saying banana in the metaphor sense, in which it was a great banana, in which case I would say Nakamura and Ibushi had the match of the night. I was blown away. I had a lovely donut that could have held a banana inside of it. That's honestly, that's probably the best banana anyone would have. It's one that's wearing a donut like a little life preserver. <laughs> Oh, you're picturing it differently than I am. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, we watched Japanese telecast. We watched American telecast. And I'm trying to remember, we had trouble uh, watching some of the first matches because we were also getting a lot of hiccups in the feed and stuff like that. So mm -hmm. a lot of the Americans that I were looking forward to, like the crossover, that was hard to watch. Well, but so when we switched over and watched the Japanese feed, we actually watched it with a lot of Japanese commentary when we could, when we finally no longer could sync up JR's tracks. Mm -hmm. uh, it was still really good. Yeah. It was still really fun to watch. And I think... Lance Hoyt did the coolest chokeslam I've seen in 10 years. Yeah. Without yeah. a question. It was fast. Murdered that dirty. guy. Dirty. Dirty, vicious... Um, God, who, who it was, you know what it is? I, call, I like to call it a live show choke slam. You only see those at non-televised uh, shows where someone is just yeah. like, way too fast. <laughs> way too fast and brutal. And you're like, bah! Take this, rookie. Bah! Yeah. <laughs> um, oh, Somebody get this guy a banana! <laughs> I should mention, by the way, uh, a little tease for later on in the show. Uh, Tom Anstey will be returning next week with an interview from someone... Who was on this Wrestle Kingdom 9 show? Whoa! Big news! What Re a coup! Revealed later on because I can do that. That's right. I didn't what mean a... to call you out for being sick. Are you alright if I tell our listeners no, that you're I'm, feeling sick? I'm fine with that. Because I'm feeling like you were feeling nauseous. I'm feeling sick. You're feeling sick right now? Yeah. Why? I don't know. Because you're deprived of Japanese wrestling and like you're, you need your fix? No, I just feel congested and gross. Oh. But honestly, Japanese wrestling is really what's going to do it for me. I downloaded it. I'm going to watch Wrestle Kingdom 9 again. Mm. It was that good. I, I, it's a four-hour pay-per-view, and I'm going to watch it again. I don't recall many, if any, Japanese wrestler names. You mentioned a couple. so uh, Sakuraba and another guy were both MMA fighters. Oh, that was weird. And it was very strange that they were having a wrestling match that was could only be uh, end in KO or submission. They yes. didn't do any too much KO stuff. But it was great because they'd go from, like, weird, like, genuine wrestling chains 
to like super like big show wrestling and then they big would, show wrestling you know big show wrestling and then they go to like again back to weird submission stuff but they'd still go do snap mares outside of the ring and hurt each other it was a very odd match i loved it because i think sakuraba's the man which one was that one? Sakuraba was wearing a shirt the whole time, like a junior high kid who was too afraid to take his shirt off and jump in the pool. Right. But he wasn't a fat kid. No, he wasn't. That's what was weird. Yeah. Uh, the... We're never as fat as we think we are, Scott. There was that. That's not true. Look at me. Oh, my God. <laughs> Who's that? Who's that guy? Who's the guy that was the weirdo? Um... Funky Weapon? No, not Funky Weapon. Although, who'd he fight again? Funky Weapon fought AJ? No, Kenny Omega, uh, Kenny that's Omega, right. Kenny Omega, yeah. I had seen Kenny Omega a few times before fighting Yoshihiko, one of my favorite wrestlers of all time. Legendary Japanese wrestler Yoshihiko. Yes, which uh, Mark and Chuck didn't know who that was, so I have to tweet that out to them. Mm-hmm. Classic Yoshihiko matches. So they're educated. For as educated as Mark is, he clearly doesn't know about one of the greatest Japanese wrestlers of all time. Google it, guys. Um, Just like all good jokes, <laughs> you have to Google it. That's right. Uh, that joke worked great at Wrestle Kingdom 9. That really does not work good on Mark the radio. Left. Does not work good on the radio. Uh, that match was super cool. Kenny Omega and the Funky Weapon. Kenny Omega, that guy can move. Yeah. That guy can move like I'll never be able to move. Well, we were sort of, like, everyone was saying, like, why hasn't that guy been signed? Why isn't, it's like, he has been signed by New Japan. Yeah. And he's been working there for years. And I think... I kept thinking about it after the show. It's like, oh, I'd love to see these guys in WWE. It's like, or would I? Yeah. They have... Doesn't everybody hate it when some guy gets up to the main roster and then they're not used right? Or they're not the name that you're familiar with? Yeah. Or like, you have to start over. You go... Guys, Claudio Castagnoli. Yeah. Who? Do you know what I'm talking about? Yeah. It's, oh, okay. That's, uh... you gave... Hey, you sold that look to me right Well, now. yeah, it's because I'm pretty good at that. It's a... Uh... Serrano de Bergerac, the Swiss guy. You know. Yeah, that's right. Stephanie McMahon. Yeah. Uh, Antonio Cesaro. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Just Cesaro now, buddy. Is that what happened to Antonio? That's long gone, man. Oh, come on. Mm-hmm. Demon in a bottle, Antonio? <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, everybody gets tweaked with and fucked with in every way, and then they're changed, and then they have to go through NXT, so they have to go through a proving ground, and they're like... This guy's already proven himself across the world. Yeah. And then they have to, no matter what, they have to then get... It's not even that they have to prove themselves. They the It's like, it seems like they have to be proven to wherever they are. They have to audition. Yeah, you have to continually audition when you've already been a main stage player for who knows how long. Sting might be the last guy that ever gets to debut on... At the top? Yeah. Everybody else has to go through NXT. Uh, what about the alpha male, Monty Brown? <laughs> uh, well, Steve, he debuted in ECW. <laughs> uh, okay, just good to know. Good to know. Um, what else was there? There was a. Uh, you really don't think that there's anybody who could debut at the top right now? Who? I'm asking you because I obviously don't know anybody's names. <laughs> well, I clearly know Japanese guys because I can't name them. I erased all my back issues of, of names so I can try to remember these new Japanese names. Hideo Tommy had to. Yeah. He's Japanese. He spoke a little English. And he was at the top in New Japan, right? Uh, yeah. Or wherever he was. I don't know if it was New Japan or... Uh... I assume New Japan because he's Japanese. Probably a crass generalization <laughs> on my point. Well, oh, no, he was... Uh, because him and Prince Devitt knew each other, I thought. And Devitt was in the Bullet Club, which was in New Japan. Um, I don't... Is that... I'm thinking Scott of... Scott Steiner. 
again, already debuted in WWE. Yeah, right. long ago. Um, Abyss. He would go through NXT. You think so? Yes. Samoa Joe. Because he wouldn't be Abyss. Uh, well, and, about... and there's no way they'd bring in the lawyer, Joseph Park. <laughs> Why? Because he would... <laughs> problem is, honestly, I think we should talk to Joseph Park about this. Because you think if he was to take a job at WWE, he would obviously want to get a good deal. He's a lawyer. I'm sure he would love to get a great deal. Oh, Joseph Park, I'm so glad you're here. Scott and I were having happy a... Happy New Year to you. We were having a spirited conversation. Happy New Year to you. Oh, happy... Oh, that's your said happy to be here. Oh, I'm happy to be here and happy New Year to oh, you. Oh, happy New Year to you. Oh, are you mocking me? <laughs> no, it's just so infectious. Why did you do that? <laughs> I'm sorry. You made a, a gesticular head movement and it, it appears as though you made fun of me. Did you bring me on your comedy wrestling podcast? Did you just make fun of me? No, no, no. We're here to talk... Good day. No. Oh, Joseph Park. I'll see you in court. Joseph Park, please. Joseph Park, please. Summons. Oh, Joseph Park. This what did a, you do? This is a cocktail napkin. What, what did you do? He just. I. I wanted. I wanted to talk to Joseph Park, but he just stormed out. It's. We're being sued. We're not. This is a cocktail napkin. That says we're being sued. Very fancy legalese on this cocktail napkin. It's notarized. Once you notarize something, that's the way it is. Hey, a Cracker Barrel. Is that what we are? It's a napkin. Oh. <laughs> Uh, geez, Steve, that was... Well, look, all I'm saying is I had a very elaborate joke about how <laughs> Joseph Park would be a lawyer going into the WWE, and they wouldn't want him because he would negotiate himself too good of a contract. God! Oh, is that so fucking difficult? It Get was... the Santa banana! <laughs> it was a negotiate. <laughs> no go! Uh, there... I, I can't... I can't leave this. I know there's somebody who could still debut at the top, legitimately, and still be... I don't. I don't think there is one. Uh, you don't think uh, Samoa Joe? They change him to Joe Samoan, make him a big Girl Scout. <laughs> I think they would. I think at this point they would change everybody that hasn't already been in WWE. Really? Mm-hmm. Because there's nowhere else. Like there's nowhere else where it seems legitimate enough to keep the name. Or... I think there's that. I think they think. Well, you were that there. We're going to repackage you and make you this other thing now. There's all the copyright money for them to do so. There's the starting point where they can put you through the career mode that is the video game of WWE. Like, there's not... In their perception, I don't think there's a big enough name anymore where they go, oh, well, everybody knows who you are. They think that nobody knows any of this shit anymore. Okay, what about Kobe Bryant? Uh Like, what if Kobe Bryant took off the time and really started training? Coco B. Bryant? Coco B. Bryant, yeah. Mm Mm-hmm. Like, he went to the performance. Or what if, like, a big NFL player, like, somebody huge, like, uh... They get to guest, uh, do a guest appearance at WrestleMania. Oh, they don't... Yeah, true. But, God, I don't know. I wish... I wish there were somebody that could sort of... Co- like, that sort of exhibition match seems to be really... WWE doesn't do... Yokozuna. Not Yokozuna. Uh, the, <laughs> the, the... The the other... Rikishi. No, uh, the one who had that match with Big Show, and Big Show wore that giant diaper. Or the super... It was the diaper. Aki Bono? Yeah, Aki Bono. Okay. Yeah, that was like the last time I can think of something that would be somewhat similar to that besides Sting, right? <laughs> Aki Bono but, and Sting. Blood, blood. I'm just bleeding out of my ears. I'm having a stroke. I'm having hold a on, seizure. Hold on. You made the comparison of Aki Bono and Sting. Well, Sting is a... Of, of like mainstay debuts. Well, hear me out. Hear me out. I think what I we were talking to. about is if someone had a wrestling career beforehand and they come in and they get to be intact, they get to be whatever their character was. Yes. What I'm saying is 
I think the closest thing to that at this point would be an exhibition match or and like and really I don't I think you're right I don't think people could start at the top I just want someone to be able to I agree I want someone to come in with their own momentum and sort of then but it always has to be the company momentum doesn't it yeah it sucks that I mean we we have Aki Bono one year and then we have to wait for a really long time to then have Sting well in between we did have Mickey Rourke <laughs> that's true Low Pan from Big Trouble in Little China <laughs> Did he look like Lopez? Jesus, yes, he did. I didn't see that WrestleMania, so I don't know what he looked you like. You didn't? No. Oh, we got to pull that up on the network for you, because, yeah, he straight up looks like Lopan out of Big Trouble in Little China. Can we see it right now? Can we look real quick? It, the internet is working for shit right now. Okay. So we'll, we'll pull it up at some point, or we'll put it on the Facebook, and then you can check it out then. Um, why do you think he I'll cut this out. Or will I? Anybody else that impressed at the... Uh, at the uh, the old uh, Japanese pay per view, uh, there's that one match everyone went ape shit for Nakamura and Ibushi. Yes, and that was awesome. Uh, Such Japanese fighting spirit. Yeah, kind of match. they were just kicking each other in the head a lot. Yeah, and it was just very cool looking. It was uh, Nakamura. Uh, Mark Rosecca did. Uh, he he had told me about him like six months ago, and he was like, "I think you're gonna like this guy." And I was like, "All right, he's like a sleazy er." Seth Rollins mixed with like everybody kept calling him the Michael Jackson guy, but I feel like that really does him a disservice. Well, like, you are you making fun of Seth Rollins? No. Why, why would I make fun of Seth Rollins? I don't. You said a sleazier Seth Rollins. Well, well I, I don't know. That sounds like there's a level of sleazy to Seth. Rollins. I think so. I think there's a level of sleaziness. So you're Seth calling Rollins. Seth Rollins sleazy? Well, just a little bit. Yeah! 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 Uh, everybody, uh, Seth Rollins is coming, screaming and shouting and cheering. Yeah! God, I'm so happy! I'm so excited! Well, Seth, uh, it's great to have you on the podcast. I'm excited, too, that you're on Curtain Jerks. Yeah! I'm really excited to be here. Everybody knows it. Let me touch you. Yeah! Don't, don't touch me. What? Come on. Just rub those shoulders letting you know what's up. Yeah, I'm so excited to be the main event of the Royal Rumble. Steve called you sleazy. Yeah, well, sometimes I am. Yeah. Well, uh, all right. Well, uh, yeah, I guess because you sold out uh, and now you've been rewarded. No, 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 no. That's not what it is. That's not why I'm not so, that's not why I'm a little bit sleazy. Okay, why are you a little bit sleazy? Because I wear gloves with no shirt. That is... Is that sleazy or is that sleazy? That's very sleazy. And then when you're not in wrestling mode, you also put the gloves, like, at the ready with fingers down... That's uh, right. ...on your belt. Frame in the crotch. You do. It's like you have a suck it ready to go. It's, oh, it's, it's locked and loaded. Actually, it's more like a diamond cutter ready to be lifted up. <laughs> I'm in the wings ready to give everybody the diamond cutter. Yeah, diamond down paint. Yeah. Okay, you're, so you're saying you're in the main event at Royal Rumble. You're now in the title picture. Finally, Seth Rollins is in the title picture and everybody knows it. Yes, you will get to fight. John Cena. Yeah, John Cena doesn't even know what's coming for him. Seth Rollins ready to curb stop him. And the WWE uh, World Heavyweight Champion, Brock Lesnar. Who? The WWE World Heavyweight Champion, Brock Lesnar. I'm not familiar. Okay, last time when you were on the podcast, you you had the Money in the Bank case, and you seemed to... You mean to... this right here? Yes, that big, old, that big old dented case right there with your, your contract in it. You get to fight the champion, who is Brock Lesnar. Cool. I, 
I'm not familiar with that name. For a former UFC heavyweight champion? Nah. The guy with a dick sword tattoo on his nah. chest? The really big guy that no one wants to face except for John Cena. Clearly. Not John Cena. Clearly, you mean John Cena. Nobody wants to face John Cena because he's the top, top of the mountain. Let me let me do association here. Let me try to figure this out. Do you remember WrestleMania 30? New Orleans. That's right. Are we doing word association? Not necessarily. Okay. Do you remember some of the matches that were on that card? Vaguely. Okay. Do you? The Undertaker had a match. No. Oh, yeah, he did. Yeah. Do, do you remember what happened in that match? No, a lot of people got surprised. They sure did, uh, because someone defeated a streak. What? The streak's been broken? <laughs> yes. How do you not know this? Was this not a thing talked about backstage? Uh, I think I'm a guy who knows a little bit what's going on backstage. From Seth Rollins, yeah! Brock Lesnar beat The Undertaker. Who? The Undertaker. No, no, I've heard of The Undertaker. Oh, okay. Well, you should have heard of Brock Lesnar because he's the man that defeated him. Put I him just, in the every time you say that, those words, it just comes out garbled. This, I've got this is a picture of Brock Lesnar. Jesus Christ. <laughs> yeah. That's a wrestler? He's uh, he's the champion. Ah, uh, you sure you're not pulling my chain? I work with the authority, all right? I think I know what's up. Triple H has fought him. He broke Triple H's arm twice. Did he? Yes. Are you sure it wasn't just the same break? Uh, what? Huh? Meaning like, he, yeah, he broke his arm twice. Ah, uh, I don't know. It's, look, are you talking about that guy that Paul Heyman's always hanging out with? Yes. Curtis Axel? No, the, you are, your your catalog of memory is, is uh, dated far back. Hey, let me ask you this. CM Punk, does he work for the WWE still? No way, man. That guy left. He took his ball and went home. Okay, so you're up to speed on a couple of things. Yeah, I should be. I'm Seth Rollins. Yeah, main event of Royal Rumble. Who, Title picture. Who are the real Americans? Oh, Jack Swagger. Okay, again, you seem up to date on some things. Yeah, I'm up to date with a lot of things. Uh, Ryback, employed or unemployed? Unemployed! Fired! Okay, uh, Wyatt family, together, not together? Broke up as big as an egg, dropping off the s s skyscrapers. Okay, The Shield. Broken up! I've left those losers in the dust! I'm Seth Rollins! Who's I'm the, the architect! Who's the WWE World Heavyweight Champion? Ah, uh, me, soon to be. By defeating... John Cena! <laughs> and... I'm John Cena. I believe it's a it's a match. If I beat John Cena, I get that title belt. It's a triple threat. I'm telling you, buddy. Hey, look. I still got my briefcase, and I'm going into a match. I think you can call that an advantage. An, an advantage? An advantage. All right. Well, look. You you do seem kind of sleazy and... Uh, ratty. Ratty? I, I prefer would... ratty. You are ratty. You're underhanded. And, um, I don't know if this is a master plan of yours to be conniving and not knowing who Brock Lesnar is. Who? <sighs> Brock Lesnar. Oh, no need to get sexy, all right? I've got a <laughs> I, girlfriend. I didn't mean to. Oh, yeah? Who's your girlfriend? Check out Twitter. <laughs> what? There's pictures. Really? People tweet pictures of me and my girlfriend. Nudes? No. What? You go, all right, put these gloves on. I uh, know. Soon no. you're going to be framing my crotch. Don't, no, don't, don't put your greasy gloves on. Here, hold my briefcase. Okay. Dropkick! No! <laughs> oh, God. I was going to cash in the money in the bank. <laughs> Give me back my briefcase. Okay, I'm sorry. Yeah, I'm sorry, too. Uh Ah, uh, Steve. Oh, geez, you okay? No, oh, Seth Rollins kicked me in the Money in the Bank briefcase in the chest. Uh, I he just stormed out. I, I'm surprised you. 
I'm glad you're okay, Scott. Hey, at least I'm not getting us fucking sued, Steve. Oh, would you let go of that? It's a lawsuit, Steve. You know what? If I could call Joseph Park on the phone, I'd call him back. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I'd call him back into the room. Oh, I get you. I understand. I wonder how his book, his reading uh, program's going. Oh, I don't know. <laughs> Open a book and jack off in it? Is yeah. that how it goes? I think it is how it goes. Uh, Steve, I realized something before we started recording that sometimes maybe the listeners like, oh, they, they don't seem to check in with each other. Like, oh, what's going on with their lives? Uh, yeah, we do. We talk all the time. Um, but you are uh, getting married quite soon. You mean the listeners checking in with each other or us checking in with the listeners? Us checking in with one another for the listener. Yeah. Oh, okay. Because it seems like we just, you know, like we show up, we record, and then it's like... Do they yeah, even... Scott and I don't even hang out. <laughs> do they even talk about their lives, for God's sakes? Yeah, I'm getting married at the end of January. Oh, how... what's the temperature of your feet? Uh, well, it's really warm in here. I'm not nervous, per se, about uh, getting married. Kay. Like, I'm really excited to get married, because I think my girlfriend is the tops. Fiance. Oh, well, she, you know what she said? She's calling me, I'm going to be her forever boyfriend. Like, <laughs> husband is nice, but she likes the term forever boyfriend. And FB? Yeah, the FB. It's got a nice ring to it. Um, I'm, yeah, I'm more nervous about just making sure that everybody has a good time at the wedding, I think. Mm-hmm. And, like, no matter what, marriage is going to be, like, it's going to have excruciating difficulties. It's going to be really hard, but also it's going to be really great. I think, I feel lucky because... No matter what terrible things may happen or what wonderful things happen, mm-hmm. I'm with somebody that I know I can get through it with. Okay. I said the fucking worst thing to her the other night. I was, oh. I was really high, and we were like just hanging out and talking. <laughs> was and she? I, no, she was just hanging out with okay. me. Okay. Because that's we just sit and talk. It's so gross and weird. Uh, no, it's wonderful. Fill it with And movies. I said to her, I probably said to her maybe the worst thing I could probably say to another human being, but to me it made a lot of sense. I was like... I could lose a kid with you. <laughs> and I like, in my mind, it was like, I feel like our relationship is strong enough to like, to face ultimate loss. Yeah. And like, it's not like, it's not sweet. <laughs> but to me, I was like, oh, and she laughed because she it's like, it's the worst kind of gallows humor. And like, not Luke gallows, everybody. Oh, who's actually really hilarious. Um, But yeah, I, and she, after the, uh, uh, Wrestle Kingdom show, I came home at like 4am and she was still up and she was like, tell me about the show! Tell me everything about the show! And so I recounted the entire card to her. Wow. And she thought it was really cool. And you don't let her watch though? Oh no, she doesn't have an interest in watching, but she like, she wants to know what it was like, like what we, what I like about things and, and like mm-hmm. who I was with and the time we had. I think that's, there's a sharing of highlights, not just sort of like, of highlights and lowlights that mm-hmm. what I sort of found is... I found somebody that I can share, hey, this really cool thing happened, this really shitty thing happened, and it's not... I'd... What was the shitty thing? Oh, uh, I don't know, man. We got Domino's Pizza, and I feel like there's so many... That's true. That is a shitty yeah, thing. Yeah, there's so many mom-and-pop pizza places you can go, but, you know, mom-and-pop pizza places close after 9.30. That's why you're going out of business, mom-and-pop. Yeah. Mom and... Mama's and Papa's Pizza Pop. Steve, I feel it only fair to offer my services. Do I need to take you to Canada? Uh, to escape? Yeah. Oh, I appreciate that. Thank you. No, I, think I, I am. I am totally willing to start life anew. 
Uh, we can change our names. Oh, in the Great White North? Mm-hmm. Oh, my God. We would excel you're, in Canada. You're a, you're a great friend of mine, and I offer that service of, like, hey, I can pack up. I can go. Scott, you're one of my best friends. I would move to Canada with you in a heartbeat if I wasn't getting married. I'd Honestly, if you if you want to get... I, I might move to Vancouver someday. I might uh, take the old, the old lady and go up to Canada. And then you have a permanent stay in our guest house by the lake. Oh! And that is not a euphemism for murder or losing a child. Oh, I was sooner thinking the lake house, so I could write letters to, to Keanu your... Reeves in the past, and we could fall in love in the in the future. How did, did they ever explain how that worked? I don't know. Frank Caetti's in it. Do you? Did you see the scene that he was in? No. Yeah, I know that he's in it, but the clip that they show on IMDb does not show him in it. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, well, that's great. I'm excited for you. And I feel like everybody, I, was t- I was talking too much. Be about excited it, for but Steve. I, I am excited about it. You're, you talk too much about your own wedding coming up that I asked you about. Ah, I don't know. I get self-conscious. Yeah. I mean, like honestly, we don't. The mo- people get a pretty interesting profile of us based on what we talk about on the show. Like mm-hmm. I've had great bananas in my life. You have not. No. Uh, we've talked about pooping. Like we had like a six-episode run there for a second that was really great. Mm-hmm. But I feel like, uh, yeah. That's what I've got. That's kind of what I got going. I'm shooting a horror film this weekend. Oh, yeah. I uh, I wanted Leprechaun. To, no, I wanted to try to shoot an entire horror film before the wedding, and then I realized someone was like, huh, "It's not possible." So mm-hmm. we're just gonna shoot a short. Okay. Yeah, and it, when it's up online, I'll, uh, I'll feature share. feature. Maybe sort of. It's kind of like a Cronenberg joint. Mm, yeah. I like Cronenberg this. then, not Cronenberg now. Ah, yes. No history of violence. The Fly. Yeah. Uh, the adult fair that Cronenberg would make where it would play in a triple X theater. Or a, uh, like, there was this weird sort of sexy time for Cronenberg where it's like, yeah, I'm going to make a monster p- pick. It's going to have nudity in it and then weird sexuality. And now he just makes very adult dramas with hints of weird sexuality. Right. <laughs> Like, there's not, uh, like, he made a couple of movies about weird sexual vampires there for a while, and now all his movies have sort of a, a subtle sexuality about them. It's very, like, it feels mature. Very mm. mature. Yes, quite mature. Speaking of mature, it is time for Jerk Tweets. Oh, boy. Uh, go to Twitter.com and follow us at Curtain Jerks and send us your hashtag Jerk Tweets. It can be questions about the podcast, questions about wrestling, comments, whatever you want. We'll talk Pictures about it. Pictures of action figures next to sandwiches and backyards. Steve loves that stuff. Uh, Steve loves that stuff. I'm telling you people, if you didn't know. Um, firstly, first, one thing that I got to mention that's, uh, that popped up right before we started recording... Uh, Chris Frat 31 says going to Impact Wrestling first show on Destination America and bringing the curtain jerks along hashtag jerkitude hashtag second row camera side and brought a sign with our faces on it. Holy moly. When is this airing? Uh, I don't know when it's airing. I was I, were, are they doing live stuff? And there he is. Uh, he's at the event. There's uh, Chris Frat um, right there at the show holding up the sign. With the jersey, some uh, New York, was it, Devils? No, what do you got there? Devils? What was it, Devils? A New Jersey Devils? Uh, New York. No, New York. Rangers. New York there. Rangers. Oh, it's boy. New Jersey Devils. Oh, no, I'm thinking of the New Jersey Devil. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's New York Rangers. The Jersey Devil. Hockey jersey. And then uh, he sent another picture of uh, Earl Hebner out of the chicken coop. Earl looking happy. Oh, I like guy. Earl Hebner wearing a actual referee shirt and not his shirt. Mm-hmm. Again, uh, that's from a long time ago. <laughs> Wait, look. I know what I like. The, it's got the new logo on there. The 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 uh, the Lexus the Lexus Impact logo. Mm-hmm. 
So he's got great seats for that show. So I'm really excited to that. So Chris Pratt, 31, that is killer. We're going to post that everywhere. You bring a, uh, a sign to the show, plugging us. That's amazing. And thanks for not putting please listen to Curtain Jerks, because <laughs> that just seems like it would be way too passive. Or I, listen to Curtain Jerks and they'll suck your dicks. Yeah, that would just be too aggressive. Yeah, and that's a lot of airfare <laughs> for us that we got to... <laughs> You know, because if somebody's watching in New York, somebody's watching in, uh, you know. Oh, man, we get to go to New York? <laughs> yeah, but then we got a second pick. Oh, so much trouble. Oh, city that never sleeps, the never sleeping again. Uh, city that never sleeps, the dicks that never are dry. Um, and then uh, we got axe-wielding Alex says, listening to the latest episode, now my delicious bag of frosting has turned to ashes in my mouth. Please interview wrestlers about their New Year's resolutions. Hashtag fuck you, Steve Sears. Hashtag we want Chelsea on Curtain Jerks. Wow. See, so let her know about that. I just, As realized, you I just realized I totally did like the uh, the teacher wow. Like, wow, that is interesting. <laughs> Do they spell it right? <laughs> so, uh, yeah, Macho Man, stop uh, throwing Miss Elizabeth in the old, uh, in the old boiler her. room. <laughs> yeah. Soon. Soon enough. Mm-hmm. So, uh, yeah, you know, Alex, uh, Axe-Wheeling Alex, uh, it's, it's strange that you mentioned that because we actually, we had reached out to several wrestlers uh, about their New Year's resolutions and we, uh, you know, we're actually going to play those for you now in, in, in a segment we call uh, uh, Wrestlers New Year's Resolutions. This is Rey Mysterio. I hope this 2015 for my new year's resolution that I can get rid of these dandelion knees and cyberdyne systems along with Skynet finds me and makes a new genesis of me that I have terminator knees and I can wrestle forever Hi everybody this is Lo Abner and I just want to make sure that everybody knows this new year's I'm finally going to find my long lost brother Alan Hepner. Alan Hepner is going to make sure that nobody beats me up anymore. Alan Hepner is going to find out that I'm the coolest brother. Even though that I found Alan, brother, he's the brother that I always wanted to be. Happy New Year's. This is Brother Love. I love you. My New Year's resolution is butt stuff. Randy Orton here. Just want to make sure that if you're having a new year, that you should always check your bags, because my New Year resolution is to fill everyone's bags, from purses to paper, from leather to wallet, with my own fecal mask. Yeah, it is New Year's time, and it is time for a resolution. Uh-huh, time to change something up. This year, this year, I will no longer hate Hulk Hogan. That's right, the macho man, Randy Savage, will no longer hate Hulk Hogan. No, turning over a new leaf. This year, instead, I hate Dixie Carter. Uh-huh, for no good reason, just like Hulk Hogan. Yeah! 
I was so lucky this year that my brother Cody Rhodes reimagined himself as Stardust. And I, Gold Dust, will have myself a new year. And I resolve to make sure that everybody gets a new gold tooth or a little bit of gold in the mouth. This is Samuel Shaw from TNA Wrestling. This 2015, I will no longer be a Dexter ripoff. No, no. This year, I will be a complete Dexter clone and murder my fellow wrestlers. Hey y'all, it's A.W. Abraham Washington here. Just want to let you guys know that in this New Year's, I have one specific resolution. And that is not to be censored anymore. Because let me tell you guys, I... And... And everybody... Igor... About... Aping. And that's controversial. Doc Hendricks here, wishing everyone a Happy New Year. And this 2015, I have a New Year's resolution to be inducted into the Hall of Fame. Any Hall of Fame. Any Hall of Fame will do. WWE, TNA, ROH, Chikara, anybody. Anybody induct me into the Hall of Fame, please. I used to be a freebird. Scott, now those are some wrestler resolutions. Those are, and I hope all of them come true. Uh, maybe. <laughs> maybe. Like birthday wishes. <laughs> yeah, like birthday wishes. You know, like liar, liar. Yeah, you say them out loud and then they come true. Yeah. Uh, Steve. Scott. Next week, the interview that Tom Anstey will bring us from Wrestling Memes is the one and only Jeff Jarrett. Of Global Force Wrestling? Yep. A full disclosure, complete honesty. Scott, how do you feel about getting this interview? I think it's a big deal, but I also am kind of uncomfortable about it. Why are you uncomfortable? I'm asking you. Why, Why am I uncomfortable? <laughs> <laughs> um, because he's from Nashville and Tom's from England? No, I don't think it's so much of a culture So Jeff fight. Jarrett's going to give Tom crap, finally, for being from England. And, so and why you weird. talk so funny? Mm-hmm. Like Rockstar Spud did to me. No, I, honestly, I feel like when Tom's talking, I immediately give him, like, a uh, hundred authority points because he's like, oh, did you hear that accent? He obviously knows what he's talking about. You're worried that Tom Ancy's going to get over, hit over the head with a guitar. No, I'm sure. I hope it's a phone interview, right, Tom? Oh, God, he's going to get hit over the head with a phone. Yeah, that's they fill that phone up with flour, so when it hits, <laughs> it looks so much more impactful. Got to be careful and make sure all those guitar strings... Got to make sure that is a D-stringed phone. Would you do flour or baby powder? What's why? What's the difference? I don't know, Steve. What well, is the I should difference? probably point out that all my cookies taste terrible. <laughs> taste like babies. Tastes like baby ass. That's what happened to the kid I was talking about with Chelsea. We baked it. <laughs> <laughs> well, maybe that's what we'll find out with Jeff Jarrett. What did he load his guitar with? Flour or baby powder? Well, or is it ashes from all of his fallen foes? Yeah, because <laughs> Jarrett burns them like a dragon when he's done. <laughs> So that's uh, exciting. It is exciting. It was cool to see him on... Uh, it was weird to see him as part of Bullet Club and see him on New Japan, but there was something yeah, about Yeah, because I thought Tom Anstey was like a, you know, a, sort of a backstage guy. Yeah, <laughs> didn't think he was going to be part of the Bullet Club. No, Jeff Jerry. Yeah, Jeff Jerry. <laughs> Thank you, Scott. Thank you for the clarification. 
Uh, I guess in so many different ways, like for a long time watching TNA, so many people would be like, oh, Jeff Jarrett. And he was like the champion for so long. But I sort of always like, there's sort of, Jeff Jarrett's kind of this weird guy. I have sort of a soft spot for him. Ever since MMA Jarrett and he stole my heart, Right. I'm always kind of like, this is interesting. Well, he is a mainstay as far as, uh, you know, other, he's been everywhere. Mm-hmm. Like he, he's been there, done it all. So no matter what, he's now one of those guys that travels. So wherever he goes, he's there. Because anymore, it seems like most, most of the older guys just kind of stay wherever they are. Like they don't, they don't. Oh yeah, jump you find your much. niche and you stay there. Global Force. I told you I read about it a little bit. I'm still trying to figure out what it is. It seems like it's a. They he makes deals with other federations or other um, wrestling organizations. Like I'm still trying mm-hmm. to figure it out. Like if anything, I'm I'm trying to craft questions that I can have Tom ask. But there's sort of this idea to me that he's. I'm not sure what Global Force does, but That's I know like that real... it's. It's like the real main event mafia. Yeah, I'll, I'll say. But what? <laughs> I, they told me not to talk about it, Scott. <laughs> uh, but there's, there's just that element of like it partners up, and it seems like it's kind of encouraging these shows. But I want to sort of know what that next step is. Uh, from what I what read, is your business plan? Yeah, what do you do? Uh, I what I read was they're kind of on the hook for fifty two hours worth of content a year. Oh, something like that. I got. I've got to double check. We my can stats. do that. We've been doing fifty-two hours worth of content for the last two years. Global Force Wrestling. If you need fifty-two hours of content because you're running out of some contractual obligation, like oh shit, we don't have anything. Give us uh, a checkbook and uh, you know a couple of uh, and swords. And we will balance it for you. <laughs> we'll balance it for you. And then with those sword, what are we gonna do with the swords? Well, we're gonna do cool sword fights <laughs> with each other. Yeah, we're gonna destroy a ring with swords. And we'll chop watermelons and cantaloupes in half. Mm-hmm. And some terrible bananas. Uh, well, I like bananas. Um, I do too, but I've never had a great one. Hey, it's out there for you. I'm looking. I'm looking for that banana. That banana's waiting for you to put it inside you. I'm gonna go to Canada and find me a banana. Hey, whoa, whoa, whoa! You gotta be careful. Bananas uh, don't travel well. They bruise. Sure they do. They got tarantulas in them. No, only they hug them tight so that way they're fine. Yeah, (laughs) you never you never see those tarantulas hugging bananas. (laughs) Yeah, they're like chip clips. Yeah, (laughs) that's why the peel doesn't come down. (laughs) Scott, I feel like normally we usually talk about uh, WWE a little bit more on the show. We do. But now we're paying attention to other stuff. It's not like we're just getting together and then going, that was funny. Let's do that. Yeah, what's going on? I'll tell you what. Let's talk about that guy. Uh, I feel like there's been a whole new world opened up to us. Oh, don't you dare close your eyes. Yeah, take my hand. And uh, tigers. (laughs) Yes, and tigers. I haven't seen that movie in forever. Aladdin? Yeah. That was the first what felt like boy cartoon Disney had ever put out. In my age range. Well, okay, got, yeah. Pinocchio's forever ago. Yeah. That feels like a boy cartoon. Robin Hood. Yeah, that feels like a boy cartoon. Um, the Aristocrats? Cats? No. Well, the Aristocrats, yes. <laughs> well, so, but it was Beauty and the Beast, Little Mermaid, uh, Lion King? No, Aladdin came first. Yeah, Aladdin came before that stuff, but yeah, you could say like Lion King. Lion King's for everybody. That is for everybody. But Aladdin, I was like, finally, somebody for me. Yeah, boys, monkeys, 
Rug. Tiger. <laughs> Gilbert Gottfried. Oh, man. Jafar. Mm-hmm. Ugh. And Robin Williams as the genie. Oh. Mm-hmm. Man, it looks like somebody finally wished him as free. No, he could Did he commit suicide? Yeah, Steve, he did. <laughs> All uh, covered with our interview with Stone Cold Steve Austin. <laughs> Um, Yay, you get to talk to Stone Cold about Robin Williams' death. Jesus Christ. <laughs> he did it. It's his fucking fault. Uh, my parents uh, went to a, like, a comedy club in San Francisco. And it's it, on Stone Cold Steve Austin? Yeah, Stone Cold did a really tight three and a half minutes, and then he stunned somebody. Uh, they went to a comedy club, and they were going to leave, and then someone like sort of said to him, Robin Williams might go up. So they stuck around and waited, and then Rob Williams went up and did like a 45-minute set just out of nowhere. Sure. About nothing, because he was probably high on cocaine, because it was the 70s. No, stop it. It's you go and you work out. That's your workout. Yeah, but he also had a major cocaine problem. Yeah, but why do you have to associate the two? Look at this guy now. Look at this guy. Whenever <laughs> I say stupid shit about women, you're like, well, I don't know, Scott, if that's really the case. Well, am I making you uncomfortable talking about Robin Williams' yes, widely known substance abuse problem? The only way that he would go up on stage is because he had a severe coke problem. Well, and uh, rather than work out his comedy chops and want to perform for people and maybe find a good bit that landed him working Mindy, Steve, maybe he's like, I know, now I got the suspenders. You know what? I think you could very well be right. I'm just saying in the 70s, everybody was doing coke like it was powdered sugar. But don't do powdered sugar because you'd get really sick. Uh, put it in a guitar. Yeah, put it in a guitar and let everybody know. But you gotta be careful because you put too much cocaine in a guitar and hit somebody with it. Then how are they supposed to sell it? They're gonna know sell the guitar because they want to do their kip up. Yeah. <laughs> uh, my brother was born in 1976 and I don't think he did cocaine, Steve. You know what? You're right. I'm. It's a crass generalization and I apologize. But you know what? Speaking of crass generalizations, earlier <laughs> I made fun of Joseph Park, and and we got a we got a summons. Uh, yeah, well I've been, been quietly texting him during the show, and I think I can get him to come back, Scott. Is that right? Yeah. Wait, if I go back and check all the audio, I'm not going to hear any iPhone click clacks of text. No, that would be the worst fucking thing imaginable. <laughs> if you heard little click clacks of text throughout peppered the throughout this episode, yeah, that would be so dumb. <laughs> That would be and, and you know what? That would mean, Scott, I wasn't doing my job as an as a technical producer very well if you did hear those also. And I think I'd be doing a pretty poor job as a host if I was texting during the show, which I was. <laughs> well, uh, I guess I'm also... Oh, here to... he is now! <laughs> well, uh, hold on, hold on, let me say something. You're already suing us, what's the big deal? I guess I'd be a terrible host too if... Uh, uh, if I were... I am a terrible host. I don't look at you. <laughs> Scott, this is the first time you ever looked at me to say something. Yeah, I'm sorry. Uh, are we throwing sorries around? Uh, yes. Uh, Mr. Park, I apologize for making fun of you earlier when you walked in. That feels like... Oh, it sounds like someone texted you. No, no, it's fine. Are you sure? Yeah, I'm fine. You, are you sure you don't want to answer that text? I don't need to answer it, no. Okay. Okay. Um, Mr. Park, how are you? I'm well. I'm happy to be here. Oh, good. Are you now... Happy New Year. Uh, happy, <laughs> happy to New Year to you. Happy New Year. Happy New Year. I'm happy you're here. I'm happy to be here as well. Okay. Um. So, are do you have any involvement in the new Global Force Wrestling? Are you going to be involved with any of the tapings or the live impact that's now available at Destination America? Taping now live in New York? Tonight? I am involved with DNA Wrestling, Impact Wrestling. Okay. I am not involved with Global Force Wrestling. Okay. Why are you saying okay that way? I know, I was listening to you. I was 
It seems as though you're mimicking me <laughs> more not, than listening. No, I'm not mimicking Again? No, I'm sorry. What? what? At that moment right there. What moment? It seems you're making fun of me. No, Mr. Park, I assure you, I just wanted to find out what's the current state of wrestling and what's your involvement in it. Here at Curtain Jerks, we're a big fan of Joseph Park. We like to think we were one of your initial supporters for Open a Book and Jack Off in it, the reading program. I... I've got my sweatsuit uh, ironed. Okay. I'm ready to make a comeback. Okay. I'm ready to start a whole program. Okay. Ah, wait a second. <laughs> you, whenever you acknowledge me, after two or three more things that I say, you seem to mimic me. I don't think I mimic you. I don't think I'm doing that. I don't think you're hearing what I'm hearing. I am hearing what you're hearing. I don't think so. Uh, I disagree. I don't think so. I am going to start a program with a, an impact wrestler. A podcast? What? What? I'm going to start a program. A, oh. That's what wrestlers call uh, feuds with one another. Program. Oh, we call We're going to have a program with We them. call them feuds. We're going to have a run. Okay, uh, Okay. who who are you? Uh, you trying to get a stacked tie on the card? I am. I'm high? going for a championship gold. Oh, wow. I'm going to face Bobby Roode someday. Really? That's what I hope to do. Now, are you going to be continuing <laughs> in that sort of uh, accidental wrestling style in which you pull out the win sort of out of nowhere, or do you think you're going to train a little bit more and do something, a, a, di a new style we haven't seen from Joseph Parker? I train all the, I train every day. Oh, okay. I train every day. Every day. Every day. Every day. Every day. Okay. I learn from tapes. I look at wrestler tapes and I study them for moves and see what what they might do to cheat because I never cheat. Okay. I am not a cheater. But you like to. I am a lawyer second and a wrestler first oh, and a cheater never. I appreciate that. I appreciate that. That means a lot to me. Now, there's a, is there anybody specific whose tapes you watch? Is there is there someone international? Is there someone unexpected whose tapes you watch that maybe we could uh, gleam a little information from? The Hebners. You. I'm sorry. The Hebners. The Hebners. The referees. Uh, Dave. Dave. Earl. Earl. And Brian. Oh, Brian. Yes, the son. Well, of course, not the lost Alan Hebner. No. <laughs> oh, okay. Just wanted to make sure. He lives in the wilderness. Uh, does Earl know that? Does Dave or Earl know that? I don't talk to him. I just study tape. Oh, okay. Earl's a bully. Is he? He's a big bully. I had no idea. To the rookies? Really? <laughs> what is something that Earl Hebner does to the rookies? Uh, he shoves broomsticks up their butts. Jesus Christ. Uh, he, he runs Vaseline over their eyes. Well, that's not so bad. I mean, maybe like a mental My ailment. eyes are open. Oh, okay. All right. He says, take a look at that. And I look over to the side. He rubs Vaseline in my eyes. Wow. Wow. I had no idea. Does it put a soft sheen on everything? Make it feel kind of like a soap opera? From the then side? he puts feathers on them. Oh. Why? Well, because tar is dangerous. Oh, okay. All right. Well, at least... It's a Vaseline feathering. Now, is this just gentle ribbing or is this like... He's removed one of my ribs while I slept. Wow, Joseph Park, I had no idea. But are you are you a are you a rookie in the locker room? You've That's what they consider me to be since I haven't won any championships. Really? Yeah. Well, but you don't have to wait. You've still done plenty of matches. That's what I feel like. I've done thirty eight matches. But didn't you have a tag team with uh, Eric Young? Yes. That was thirty six of those matches. Okay, just one of me. And then I fought Joey Ryan one time, and then. Uh, I fought a chicken. <laughs> really? Yes. I had no idea. Due to my large size, you can guess that I've won. What? Due to my large size, you guessed that I'd won. I guess so. I guessed, I guessed, I guessed so. The chicken is defeated. Okay. Was it a person in a chicken suit? No, it was a chicken and I ate it. Wow. Okay. Um, go, honestly, 
Joseph, I'm so glad that you could join us and we, I, and you could sort of uh, illuminate your career to me and also know how excited are you for this new impact? Destination like, America? You know, Destination America. Do you feel like your career up to this point has been highlighted? Do you feel like there's greater things to come for you now on this new Obviously, channel? we're going to Destination America. Of course. There's no greater place to be. No greater place to be. You, oh, all right. Right there. It <laughs> seemed as though you were mocking me again. Was it? Because I'm not sure if you're either mocking the fact that we're on the great channel of Destination America, available on some cable providers. And it's available if you look online. Oh, uh, right there. Right. And it's though as you're making fun of me. Come on, please. It's a... Uh, Mr. Park. Bill. <laughs> Mr. Park. Bill. <laughs> Mr. Park. Bill. I'm not. Bill. <laughs> I'm not making fun of you. I should hope not. I'd sue you. I know. And you've... Well, I was actually hoping that maybe we could settle this right now. I've got this summons from you. I you want to wrestle? What? Let's wrestle. Do we have to settle this by wrestling? Let's wrestle. Uh, maybe... Vaseline to the eyes. Oh! <laughs> Scott! 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 Look out for feathers! <laughs> feathers! Get the broom! Get the broom! Tap out! Get the broom! Tap out! Uh, get the broom! Scott! Get him! Get him! Scott. Okay! Ow, ow, I, it went the wrong way. It's in my butt. No, don't. It's in my butt. Don't rip yourself. Ah, I got you. Oh, all right, okay, I'm Tap tapping. I'm tapping. Ah. Oh. 37. Oh, excellent. Thank you for joining us, Mr. Park. Be sure to watch Impact Wrestling on Destination America. We will. Or go to the live event because you have a much better chance of watching it that way. Well, thank you. Thank you. Scott, uh, do you need me to delicately remove that broom? Don't move me. Uh, I can't leave that there. Don't move me. It's it's there. I have to fix it. I don't want to get a splinter. I know. I'm gently grasping the broom. Use some of the Vaseline that's in your eyes. <laughs> no. Use some of the Vaseline that's in your eyes to well, remove it. I don't want to touch your butt with my hands or my eyes. I don't want you to either because that'd be gross. All right. Well, let's do the outro so we don't have to do this on the air. Thank you. Uh, that is it for this week of Curtain Jerks. Next week. Yeah. <laughs> it down to release it up it's terrible oh man oh next week tom anstey of wrestling memes will have an interview with jeff jarrett who knows what surprises will be in store in that interview gotta check out 16 bits podcast that is josh callahan and i having all kinds of goofy fun uh talking about video games each and every week with uh, many of the sort of su surprise special guests that we have on this show rate and review on itunes yes and also follow on soundcloud we're on there as well so if you're a big soundcloud nut for curtain jerks so you can just hop right over for 16 bits podcast as well uh steve your wedding's coming up anything yeah. else that you want to uh, put out uh, there i don't have too many things to plug uh, well, you do. <laughs> <laughs> so many. Sorry. Uh, I was talking about your butt. Oh, yeah. I'm definitely going to need a lot of bandages. All right. Sorry. Uh, yeah. Uh, hey, always a pleasure. I'm really excited for this new year. I am too. Um, we're we're gonna do some scheduling here. We got some cool stuff coming up. Oh boy, scheduling! <laughs> yeah, I'm going to the Rumble. That's gonna be fun. I'm gonna uh, go with my brother. We're gonna go see an ROH show as well. Oh, cool! And I think we might go see Jr. Uh, do his show. Like a live podcast? I don't think it's a podcast necessarily. I think it's like a sort of a Q and A with less uh, Q and more A. Yeah, okay. so much A. All right. 
Jared's bringing that sweet A. Oh, man, that's the best A in the biz. So, um, yeah, we got exciting times coming up. So, uh, yeah, check all that stuff out, and be sure you're subscribed and rate and review us on iTunes as well. Also, should Scott and I go to WrestleMania? It's in California. Should we? Should we? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. We're asking you, because apparently that's what's going to make us decide. No, I don't know. I just like enthusiasm. I love enthusiasm. So, uh, thanks again to Chris Fratt out there. Uh, that's amazing that you're at the show. We can't wait to hear all about it. Chris Fratt 31 on Twitter. Send on those uh, signs at the Impact Wrestling Show. That is awesome. So, for Curtain Jerks, I'm Scott Narver. I'm Steve Sears. Enjoy your wrestling, kids! You've just listened to another episode of Curtain Jerks. Oh, this is the time where you get all ten of your fingers. They've been... Uh, itching and ready to go this whole time. You're like, I- I'm going to wait to do this at the end of the I'm podcast. I'm going to wait till the episode's done, and then I'm going to use these things, these things I call hands. Yeah, these things I call hands, uh, not these biceps and glutes that uh, God has given me. But, but activate them, too, so you can have a full use of your hands. Yeah, uh, clench up them butt cheeks when you go to soundcloud.com slash curtain jerks. Follow us, uh, like the episode, comment, tw- uh, comment during. It. You could, you should have been commenting during this episode. You can go and comment during other episodes because I'm sure you have all the time code marked in your head. Don't you hear the sounds that our voices make? You can comment on the weird noises we make. You can make weird noises of your own. You can write it down and make other people make weird noises by reading it. Yeah, it's it's very interactive. You go on there. You can comment during your favorite parts of the show. You can comment during the parts of your show that you're like, oh, that was uh, quotable. And then you put it in quotes and you stick it up there. And if you're an aesthetics person, orange accents. Right? Orange is the new black, guys. (laughs) Yeah, that's not going to be dated. (laughs) No way. No way. Jason Biggs. Jason Biggs. WCW champion if there is still around. Yeah, that's how it works. So it's the orange is the new black WCW crossover. Jason Biggs is the new championship. That belt's almost as big as his head. It is, and even bigger than that is YouTube. I don't know if you guys have heard about this. It's pretty big. It's a big deal. It's videos online. You can watch pictures of cats moving. Mm-hmm. And you can watch Steve act like a cat on YouTube.com slash Curtain Jerks Podcast. You can see our predictions videos on there. You can see uh, our wrestler pronunciation manuals on there, our prediction videos. Uh, did I say that twice? <laughs> Meow. <laughs> <laughs> ah, shit. Uh, so it's all there, available for you. We've uh, got some new videos ideas. Videos ideas. Oh, this one's being thrown away. No, it'll get chopped up. Or it'll stay exactly the same. It'll be at the end of every episode until the end of time. Oh, please, <laughs> throw that meteor down quick. <laughs> receive this transmission from the comedy podcast network for more shows visit comedypodcastnetwork.com sound test sound test talking it up with a sound test scott how you doing i'm doing good computer is high i'll move to the side that's right we got a sound test we're doing real ride who the hell is will ride